0: We are in the Feast of Tabernacles this week. It is such a blessing to be able to celebrate with the Lord One of his appointed times, his Moadi, his times where we come together and we celebrate him. And this is a week that we celebrate the season of joy. Yes, it's a week that we remember that we can enter into his rest. It's a time that we remember that when Messiah returns, this will be the feast of joy that is celebrated during this time. It is exciting to be in his presence, an exciting time to be with him during his feast. You know, Jesus practiced all the feasts of the Lord, all seven feasts. And, and this being the final feast of this Gregorian calendar year. But of course, we're in Hebrew year 5783. So it's only the third feast after the Hebrew uh, new year, the head of the year uh, turned forth at Raha Hashanah on September 25th. And so this is a very, very special time. I hope you've given your offering unto the Lord during this time, because in accordance with Deuteronomy chapter 16 verses 16 through 18. It says three times a year we're to come before the Lord and present him an offering. And one of those times is now during the Feast of Tabernacles. The Lord promises us seven blessings. Yes, it's so amazing. That's from Joel chapter 2 verses 23 through 32. What does he say? He says specifically that he will bring Financial abundance, double portion, restoration, miracles, God's divine presence, a blessing on your sons and daughters, and also deliverance, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Hallelujah. So it's a special time. So we come to the Lord during his appointed times and we celebrate him and, and he is worthy of celebration. And all the feasts bring forth an understanding of Jesus and who he is and the fulfillment of the Messiah. And so I'm excited because this is it happens to be one of the very, very special feasts listed in Isaiah chapter 51, verse 11. I want to read that to you right now. Therefore, the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. And so, this is a time where we remember that when Messiah comes, all the nations will come to Jerusalem and they will celebrate. This is that time when Messiah does return to the earth. But we can celebrate. Messiah every day. Why? Because he died on the cross. He shed his blood. He was buried and resurrected that he might reconcile us to relationship with the father. And so this feast is so very, very special because it is also called not only the feast of tabernacles, but it's called the feast of Sukkot. It is called the feast of booths. It is a time where the Jewish people remember that they uh, were on Exodus from Egypt into the promised land. And during that time they made booths. Okay. Okay, and these booths were made primarily of branches and of of special linens. Okay, and the top was open. Okay, so palm branches uh, came across the top, and on the sides, they were not permanent structures, they were temporary structures, and they were structures that made them very vulnerable. And so I don't know about you, but the vulnerability of life sometimes is difficult to handle. But nonetheless, the uh, Jewish people every year during this, this week will build these booths in remembrance of the fact that the Lord carried them through the 40 years in the wilderness with all of their provisions made for them. And so even though they lived in these, uh, these booths or these very uh, weak structures, uh, they were still protected by the Lord. They would be able to look up and see... Uh, The moon in the sky, you know, this week is a full moon. And so during the Feast of Tabernacles, there's always a full moon. And so it brings much light into the sukkah or into the booth when it's made. And so it's a time of, of resting and remembering and taking a Shabbat, a Sabbath, and spending that time just knowing and understanding that God loves us, that he sent his son Jesus Christ to save us, redeem us, deliver us, to bring us into a place of eternal rest. You know, it's said in Hebrews chapter four, the um, the author of Hebrews is talking uh, to the Jewish people and he says, listen, he says, some have failed to enter his rest because of unbelief. And so we need to know that when we believe in Jesus as our Messiah, uh, our Mashiach, our savior, when we believe in him as such. Self- then we enter into that place of the promised land, even before our body dies and goes into the earth and our spirit and soul go to heaven. Many people talk of the promised land in multiple terms. Uh, One of those being that you enter the promised land when you actually die, right? When you physically die, your spirit and soul go to heaven. But, But you can actually enter the promised land now by being in a divine relationship with the Lord. And if you don't know him, I just want to encourage you today to come to that place of knowing that you can enter his rest. He says uh, his burdens are light. Him, his, he, he will not put a yoke around you. His yoke is easy and his burdens are light. And so he is one that we remember during this week because, because of Jesus and because of who he is, he has rescued us from toil and properly positioned us in that state of rest. And so the Jewish people remember their journey through the wilderness. We remember that too. Why? Because we are founded, all Christians are founded in Judeo-Christian roots. And so the Old Testament is relevant, it's prevalent, and it speaks of the New Testament, of the coming of the Mashiach, the coming of Messiah. And so I'm excited because um, in my own vulnerability and in my own weaknesses in life, I can remember that God brings me great provision in every area. He provides for all of us. And, and when we remember the Feast of Tabernacles this week and the seven blessings from Joel chapter two, we're remembering that God will bring us what we need in our time of need. When the Israelites traveled from Egypt to the promised land, their feet did not swell. Their clothes did not wear out. Um, they received quail, manna, and water from a rock. The Lord never turned his back on them, but was always there to provide for them. A pillar of a fire by day, a cloud by day, and then fire by night in order to lead them. There was the glory of the Lord that traveled amongst them. God protected them on their journey, and God protects us today, protects me And he protects you. And no matter what you're going through, no matter any pain or pressure or discouragement, I just want to encourage you today. God loves you. He knows you. He knows right where you are in your very own journey to the promised land. He sees you from heaven. He sees every step. He counts every hair on your head. He is aware of your need at this time. The word tells us that God supplies all our needs according to his his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And that, that word need means he supplies our employment. He supplies everything we need. We can rejoice because we are children of the inheritance. We are children of the inheritance. That means that as we travel our journey with the Lord, as we are in weak structures of our physical body and our souls, the Lord will make provision in every way for us. He will bring to us what it is that we need. Why? Because God is a giver and we are called just simply to gather what it is that he gives. That's one of the things that the Israelites found out during uh, the travel in the wilderness is that when God brought forth the blessing, all they had to do was go and receive it. I just want you to lift your hands up to the Lord today and just receive the blessings that he wants to bring to you. I see financial abundance coming, the double portion, the restoration, the years the locusts have stolen will be returned to you. Miracles are coming to you, the miracles that you have asked for. I see God's divine presence coming upon you. I also see that there's a blessing for your children and your grandchildren. And I see that there is deliverance. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. These are the seven blessings of this time. And so the word tells us that as we remember the Feast of Booths or the Feast of Sukkot during this week, and we enter his rest, and, and entering his rest means we're not toiling, but we know that God brings us all provision. As we rest in this space and place, I want you to know that the word tells us in John chapter one, verse 14, that Jesus himself tabernacled amongst us. Not only did Jesus practice these feasts, it is said that when Messiah returns, we will celebrate during this time. It will be coming during Feast of Trumpets, Feast of Tabernacles. All of Zion will return and rejoice. It is during this time that we remember that Jesus himself tabernacles amongst us. How does he do that? When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you profess Christ as Messiah, that means that your spirit man becomes brand new and the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you. The Holy Spirit is a person the one of the people a person of the trinity father son and holy spirit his very person comes to reside on the inside of you and quickens you and awakens you to the life eternal entering the promised land entering his rest you are then tabernacling with the holy spirit himself so jesus walked amongst us he was the word he tabernacled amongst us that's what disciple john tells us but also The Holy Spirit on the inside of you fills your weak temple and tabernacles amongst you. This is an exciting time. I want you to share this with a friend. Let someone celebrate today the Feast of Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, because all the world is celebrating. In Israel this week, it's a beautiful time, a great time of celebration, a season of joy. Let's kick off Hebrew year 5783 the right way. If you have yet to give your offering unto the Lord, I want to invite you today to bless the Lord. Go to any ministry that is a blessing to you and bring the Lord a special offering. If you'd like to give to Candace Smithman Ministries, I'd be so blessed and honored to receive that on behalf of the Lord we give to a variety of different Ministries That help pull children out of sex trafficking Children are my passion I want to see them saved, healed, redeemed We put them in orphanages all over the world Costa Rica um, We are helping out in Africa We're helping out in Pakistan um, In India There's a variety of different places um, We're also helping uh, pull boys and girls uh, right, right here in the United States Into orphanages We are also helping out with prisons as well Blessing those uh, that are in prisons we have partnerships with lots of different ministries that do that also we have a very large Muslim population that watches our television shows all over the world and we translate our programs into Urdu which is the fourth largest language in the world so that they can hear the gospel message if you'd like to join us in partnering I want to encourage you today just go to my website at candacesmithman.com hit the partnership page and become a partner with us so that we can go help and and bless those children and I'm also into church planning too I help to plant church as well. And so I give for that too. So there is so much that when you bless this ministry, we turn around and we send that gospel message forward and we go and bless others. Our programs are seen on over 350 million um, homes uh, all over the world through a variety of large uh, television stations that we're on. And so all of that requires uh, funding for the gospel to go forth. But listen, I just want you to know, bless Somebody today, bless a ministry today, any ministry that pours into you. Because Deuteronomy chapter 16, verses 16 through 18 says, that three times a year you'll come before the Lord and bring him an offering. And this is one of those times. So I don't want you to miss your blessing. My husband and I give every year. We've seen so much financial increase, so much double portion, all the seven blessings of the Lord in every season because we give during Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is Passover, Pentecost, and also Unleavened Bread. And so I, I'm i sorry, the Feast of Tabernacles as well, all three of those feasts. So I just want to encourage you today, bless somebody today, go bless So Lord, be his hands, be his feet. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for those that are watching today. I ask you, Lord, to just bring them special blessing of peace and rest. Let them enjoy. This season of tabernacles, Lord, this special feast, this Moadi, this appointed time uh, unto you, Father. We thank you, Messiah. We thank you for what you've already done for us, reconciling us to the Father and giving us this rest and this peace in knowing that we have eternal salvation in you. And Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you will return and we will rejoice with you in Jerusalem one day, Father, when we all come together on Mount Zion singing and praising because. Mashiach, Messiah, has returned. And so I just thank you, Lord Jesus, and I thank you, all of those that are watching today. Share this with a friend. I'm so excited and full of joy today, and I want everyone to experience it. All right. Be blessed. Thank you for joining Dr. Candice for today's podcast. For more resources and weekly prophetic words direct in your email box, go to our website at www.candicesmithyman.com. Facebook at Candace Smithyman, or Instagram at Candace Smithyman. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel.